You're listening to The Big Review Ski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. See it all with my Omnipass. Greetings, movie fans. You're all very welcome to The Big Review Ski with Omniplex Cinemas and my Omnipass. My name is Owen Doherty, and I want to apologize in advance because this week's show is packed full of C words. <gasps> yeah, I know. It's pretty awful. Uh, we are joined by the captivating oh. Denise Curtin. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. You're getting... Curtain. 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 Another yeah. C in there. Yeah. The cuddly Paul Moore. Oh, you got... I, oh, Rory's far more cuddly than me, I think. C- come on. No, Rory I don't has like, his own word. I don't Rory's, like even like handshakes. Rory's word is coming. Oh, it, oh, Rory's word isn't coming. <laughs> Rory's word will be coming. Rory's word isn't coming. Let me specify. Uh, so we got the cuddly Paul Moore, the captivating Denise yeah. Curtain, and the ever-calculating... Oh, Rory I was doing a calculating thing. Really so calculating. waiting to hear what yeah. it was. Oh. Plus, ca- plus cash is a C word. It yeah. certainly is. So is Curtin. So we got mm. the captivating Denise Curtin, the cuddly Palmer, and the ever calculating Rory Cashman, which are all pretty accurate. We'll also have well, competitions, conversations, and the actual C word. I, I don't really want to say it. Still early. It's I know too early, exactly isn't it? Of. I know exactly what. But we is. have to say it because it's the name of one of the films Xmas. this week. Xmas, yeah. Last yeah. Xmas. Last Xmas. Yeah. Um, Hopefully the last Xmas. So what, what C word would you apply to Mr. Doherty over here? I hate saying it, but charismatic. Oh, God. Oh, you, charismatic, yeah. I'll take that. I was thinking Doherty, about, by the way. I don't know who Doherty is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who charismatic is either, so... Caring. <laughs> caring, thanks. C word. Oh, so we're on this line. All right. <laughs> What's your one? Rory, we're in the spirit of the C word now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, my C word's in a different spirit, so let's just... Yeah, that's what I originally... How strong is the bleeper? Do we need the bleep machine? Yeah. Okay, well, go on, say it. Say it, Jim. You're a royal... Carrie. Come on, you, you can do it. If you'd like to get in touch with the Big Review Ski and tell us what your favourite C word is, uh, you can tweet us oh, at Big Review Ski. You can get in touch on Instagram, on Facebook as well. Uh, we'll give out Rory's home number <laughs> after the show as well, so stay tuned for that. Um, I mean, that'd be nice. Someone would find you ring. <laughs> somebody yeah. actually call Rory. They could just tweet you directly. It's the last landline in Ireland. <laughs> it's it's going to be in a museum someday. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you've been born in 1941. You're very yep. attached to old-fashioned, archaic... Uh, pieces of technology. That I joke, absolutely am. Joke just keeps coming back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's time for the big question. <laughs> uh, now, on last week's big question, uh, we wanted to know what's your favourite scene in a Martin Scorsese movie? Uh, what did you go for again, Paul? De Niro walking in the bar to Jumping Jack Flash in Main Streets. Main Streets, of course, Rory. The... Uh, Auschwitz scene from Shutter Island? Of course, a barrel of laughs always with you. You know me. And uh, I went for, oh, finding the bodies in Goodfellas. Any particular. Because that's hilarious. You know, yeah, it's so hilarious. <laughs> it's got a good tune that Layla's in it. Any particular favourite? No. No. Okay. No. <laughs> well, there you go. All of you um, are great. For uh, everyone else who got in touch, thanks very much. Keith went for The Wolf of Wall Street. Start to finish, which I don't know if that applies as, a, as an actual scene. Two scenes that I'd say either the chest thumping or the quaaludes have to be the best scenes in that. Both one good of them scenes. Say, yeah. uh, Darren went for Nikki <laughs> screaming at Ace in the desert in Casino. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's uh, Pesci and De Niro as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shauna went for the scene in the lift at the end of The Departed, but we can't talk about that because it's a spoiler. The, but it's yeah. an amazing scene mm-hmm. as yeah. well. And then basically everyone else went for a scene from Goodfellas. So Mark went for the dinner in the Ma's house. Paul went for Jimmy saying, never rat on your friends. 
feels like Paul, not you, Paul, but this Paul, he may, I he may have been hurt. I rap friends all the time. Yeah. He's down the river like that. Out, out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> visit there. Uh, Sharon went for Joe Pesci in the funny housing in Goodfellas. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then Kevin, Patty, Brian, all of these uh, other people went for the same answer. The tracking shot from oh, Goodfellas. Oh, that's the one I mentioned last yeah. week. Yeah, it's Whenever Henry is walking Karen into the know. club. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, I he didn't know. know. Do you remember? Didn't know. I didn't did know. Did and own. Oh, didn't know. Gotcha. Didn't know. Gotcha. Didn't know. Sorted. Yeah. Didn't know. Um, but for this week's big question, um, it's over to me, Owen Doherty. And with Le Mans 66 aerodynamically. Yeah. It means the Yeah. It means the men. The men. The men. We will yeah. have a review of that, <laughs> film that one coming up <laughs> later on in the show. Uh, but because it's basically about Ford versus Ferrari, which was. Uh, the title of the movie for a while as well. It still is the title, I think, in America. In America, it's yeah. Oh, it's, right. it's a different title over here. a better title. Much better. Anyway, Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, I wanted to know, what is your favourite movie car of all time? Uh, I know there are so many amazing vehicles in the movies, um, but specifically talking about probably like a four-wheeled vehicle that drives on roads that kind of is in that category. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm already seeing that there's some... Asterisks in there as well. Well, now I now I think I, I think I'm okay. Okay, well okay. I'll, I'll go for my one first. All right. Okay. Rude. Yeah. Well, here we go. Uh, I went from 1993. Favorite movie didn't fare too well, but favorite movie car vehicle. The movie didn't fare too well. No, the movie did amazingly. I the vehicle and I guess is it green and yellow. Perchance? It is green and yellow. Fair it's, play. Yeah, it's the Ford Explorer from Jurassic Park. <gasps> yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. Because it looks amazing. I mean, yeah. you can't, it got you can't crushed a bit. drive it. What do you mean you can't drive track. it? It's on a track. No, but it's, a, it's an actual vehicle because what happened was whenever I was researching this answer, so many people have built their own version of this Ford Explorer. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like with the paint jobs, with the interiors and everything. Not so much the dinosaurs. Yeah. No, but most of the other details. What about the annoying and kids in the back? The annoying kids. What about the did you want what about the car? Free binoculars? Like, did you oh, dream I of having? Okay, so, but but the box in the back—that's the real. The, all the, the binocular box. Yeah. Oh, that's that's amazing with yeah. the flares and everything. But what happened was, whenever I was a kid, I had a little Ford Explorer toy. Not this though, and uh, it was like a little like park ranger one. And I used to pretend that it was one from Jurassic Park. And then my mommy and daddy actually got me a little toy Jurassic Park one. And it was the most amazing thing in the world. I had that. that as well. And I had the, do you know the Jeep Ellie Sattlers and so yeah. grappling hook? I thought they were the coolest things. We talked about this before, but yeah. They are they're so cool. cool. I don't know if maybe it's just because I haven't been paying attention, but I remember like when the toys from movies were the greatest thing. Yeah. Like oh, they were the best yeah. thing Aliens ever. toys as well. Yeah. yeah. But did they... Do they make them anymore? Aside from like, you know, teddy bears and stuff. I feel like now every film just has a pair of pajamas. Like that's and, loads. And bed covers. And but bed like sheets. Star, Star Wars, Wars and Marvel yeah. make an absolute fortune. Is that just all Lego? No, it's everything. All if you right. go to like the Disney store or something. Hey, Rory, if I get you for a secret Santa for this C word coming, mm. I'll get you some toys. Yeah. 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 All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, that sounds decent. That's, <laughs> good. that's a deadly pick. But like that's the one I would go for that. Uh, I would be the envy of all my friends, which is the main point. Uh, anyone does any anything of this. and you yeah. can be friends with Rory's uh, within a few weeks ago you said your cinematic hero the one who represents you most Alan Grant oh Jesus yeah. I thought I didn't know where that yeah. <laughs> 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 did you say you want okay. to be buddies with Alan Grant yeah, yeah. yeah or, that does sound like something I would say <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is a little look at the Ford Explorer from the Jurassic Park tour I said they get completely banjaxed but it is one of the most iconic moments in cinema history mm-hmm. 
so yeah, that was mine, and I am. I've made it my life mission. I'm, I'm going to actually build one myself. That's build one. Alive. I'm going to build one. You're going to make your own car. Yeah, they have the video like construction ones on uh, <laughs> YouTube of how to do it. Yeah, fair. Okay. Well, like Jurassic Park's enclosed, and you got the walls of Derry there enclosed. So yeah, perfect. It's, perfect. it's perfect. All we need now is dinosaurs. The DUP. There yeah. you go. Sorted. Yeah. Happy days. Paul, what did you go for? I went for something. Speaking of uh, <laughs> the DUP, that, that part of that part of Ireland, it's a car that's manufactured in Ireland. Oh, that not many people know. I don't think it was manufactured in Ireland because there was only a very few selectable maves, and they moved out, which is the DeLorean. Whoop. From we all know what's from. Has to be Back to the Future. Um, yeah, just to, even in terms of the design, I remember when Zemeckis was making it, said they needed a car that looked futuristic enough that it almost felt like a spaceship because I think the original pitch for Jurassic after for Back to the Future was like a a fridge or something stupid like that for the time machine and they went for the DeLorean um, just really brilliant film love it to bits and I love the evolution of it throughout the obviously it comes at the end goes where we're going roads where we're going we don't need roads and then it evolves into the the flying version of it in the second film and then you got the train which is cool but we're sticking with cars I'm going to go for the original one that we saw in the Pine Mall all those years ago when it hits 88 miles per hour <laughs> I actually saw DeLorean in real life and somebody had the, because the, the registration plate in the movie is out of time mm. and someone, because you can hire those for people's birthdays and things like that oh. now. And uh, they were driving, I think it was like the motorway between Dublin and Cork. And I think like I forgot to take my turn because I was basically just driving behind them for ages because it just looked so amazing. Mm. Were they not going 88 months an hour? <laughs> no, slightly under, so they didn't disappear at any point, thankfully. I remember I went to uh, Universal, I got my picture taken, this must have been about six, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever going in. It's like, still is. It that is, is the coolest, coolest thing, thing ever. Yeah. The door's on it. Yeah. I was like six, and I'd be like 56 going and getting a picture taken. And Absolutely. Still cool. yeah. And Flux Capacitor. Can't beat it. Mm. Mm. And I, <laughs> Rory hates back to the Why do you not love this car? Oh, do you? Okay. What did you You're keeping very quiet, though. Yeah, so. no, I just don't want to, I like everyone's a total turn opinion. I mean, so. Uh, <laughs> 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 I went with. Uh, I can travel in time. My car can yeah, be any time. Yeah. Really, yeah. like, at least that you can drive your car as opposed to on the rails. Ah, come on. <laughs> that he has to build himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it. Um, Mark my words. I went the. I went with <laughs> the car, if you can call it that, from Mad Max Fury Road. Nice. Um, oh, which one? Well, you'll see. It's the one that is actually a mobile speaker system oh, that the yes. flamethrowing guitar player is <laughs> well, bungee roped onto. As accessories in a car go, it's a pretty spectacular yeah. one. Yeah, I'm going to build this one. Is this something you could see yourself driving around Dublin? I can see I can myself see being driven around. Like this guy, like this guy in a red, playing guitar on yeah, that. red yeah. onesie with a yeah. flamethrowing guitar <laughs> up in front of it. That's me coming in from, from my house every what morning. Is, is that the 46A? No, it's no, Rory. Yeah, it's not a lot of traffic when I'm on the road. <laughs> that is an incredible vehicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's uh, it's just I remember the first time I seen that in the cinema. I was like, okay, well, <laughs> thank you, George Miller, because you know, cars is my car is going to kick both your cars out. It's past the NCT. So. Is this, <laughs> like, this is true. Was it's this yeah. car it is actually a thing, though? Did they make? Was this fake? 
No, they no. made all oh. of these vehicles for the film as well. Yeah. And loads of the stunts they actually did them. That was the thing about George yeah, Miller. George Miller's a madman. Yeah. yeah. But um, he's great. Like, yeah. An absolute genius. See, because earlier on you were like, it needs four wheels and to have driven on a road. And I had to like... I was like, it definitely does have four wheels. Is it on a road? And then I remember the film was called Fury Road, so I was fine. So you're yeah, sorted. It's, it's a type of road. Yeah, film exactly. on road. Yeah. It's in the title, so uh, it qualifies. Yeah. yeah, plus it's in the uh, proximity of both Shelley's Toronto and Tom Hardy, so good also times. Also works as well. Uh, yeah, here's, uh, here's, here's the, the lads playing the drums on me car. <laughs> <laughs> Three terrific vehicles so far. The DeLorean. Vehicles. 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 Yeah. Vehicles, vehicles. vehicles, sorry. Three terrific vehicles. I'm excited. Um, does yours have a name? Is it, or is it just that thing from the Mad Max Fury Road film? Uh, it, well, we could, we could assign it a name now. The flamethrowing drum speaker truck. Rory Matron. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Rory's car. Rory's, Rory's car. car. <laughs> Rory's car. Yeah. There we go. And mine was the Jurassic Park uh, Jeep there as well. Denise, what did you go for? I feel like I always go for a chick flick when I'm on this show. I don't know why it happens. That's a but I just chick flick. Mad Max Fury Road is the ultimate chick flick. It, this, is true. Sure. Yeah. this is true. I always fall onto a chick flick when I'm trying to think of a film for this show. So yeah, I picked um, Pretty Woman and nice. I picked, of course, The Lotus from that because nice. it just reminds me so much of growing up and thinking, I want that car. <laughs> because you were... <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on. It's don't so my childhood. <laughs> don't like, I relate to her deeply. <laughs> don't they describe this car as driving like it's on rails? Yes. And your car does oh drive like yeah. it's on a rail. It's meant to be. Yeah, ex- except mine's actually realistic and can drive on a Yours is a real yeah, it's you don't a real, your one. It, it's you a real car. It. Yeah, I could probably purchase it in like a vintage fair. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, when I'm, when I'm grown up. Uh, but yeah, it just, it's one of those cars where she just like takes over the wheel and she's like, let me drive it because you can't drive right. And I was like, yes, you show them how it's done. The like 11 year old me being like, work it. <laughs> Not knowing anything about what the film was about, but no. agreeing that the car was stunning. So yeah. Those two people are so friendly. Yeah. And it keeps handing over money. <laughs> That's nice. Um, so good to her. So from Pretty Woman, it's the Lotus? Yeah. Okay. It's the Lotus Esprit or Esprit. I don't know how you'd pronounce that word. And he, I'd be afraid end, I get back. Does he come and pick her up at the end or is he in a limo? He's in he a limo. Yeah. 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 Because he doesn't know how to drive it because he's like, I usually only drive limos. And she's like, ugh. Oh, what yeah. Okay, let's take a look at the Lotus. It's Esprit. Spr- 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 I feel like we should okay, go with it. Yeah. It's, just a, it's just this image. Oh, there's no... Oh, okay, let's throw the clip. <laughs> there it was. That was great. That was the <laughs> best clip ever. <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep. Beep, beep. That's the gear stick. Yeah. Um, right, okay, well, that was good. That was mm. enjoyable. Yeah. Um, okay, great shout. Yeah. yeah. Four phenomenal vehicles. Um, if you would like to let us know what your favourite movie road vehicle is... Uh, yeah, you can get in touch. Uh, None of us picked it. the Batmobile. No, no Batmobile. Any None of, of us picked a James Bond car. No James Bond oh, yeah. Or the car from Bullet, which is the which is the famous from the McQueen one as well. Mm. Of course, no and Fast and Furious. None of those. And mm. we've all done an own and given different answers as well now. Well, we've all picked. We've, well, we said which ones we didn't pick. That's true. Which yeah. none of us picked. So that's yeah, technically. Um, but yeah, if you or you mentioned the Ghostbusters ca- one as well. The, the Ecto 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 one. one. Yeah, I do feel though a Bond car would be a different question on itself because there's yeah. so many. Like, yeah. There's loads yeah. of them. Yeah. We'll keep that for no time to die. 
That's what yes. it's called, isn't it? Yes, yes, it yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, if you'd like to let us know what your favourite movie road vehicle is, uh, you can tweet us, you can get in touch on Instagram or up on Facebook as well um, and send those in to us because we're actually reading them out now these days. So when you send them in, we actually do get <laughs> them. So thanks for that. Colin. Oh, now, though, it's time for the big trailer and the big reviews here. And for this week's big trailer, it's over to... Palmer. Yeah, it was actually Cuddly really, Palmer. really good week for trailers. We had the uh, non-Mansmurf Sonic redesign, yeah. which was interesting. He, I like that trailer. Yeah, he actually looks not threatening and will <laughs> yeah. terrify your dreams. <laughs> so I was tempted, maybe that. We also had Michael Peña ruining oh, his image. Yeah. yeah. In uh, in uh, Paradise Island. Because he's normally such a nice Fancy guy. Island, sorry, I beg your pardon. Fancy Island, yeah. Which was a really interesting trailer, but uh, which is Bloomhouse. But the one I'm going for is also as Bloomhouse... Fingerprints on it, which is the remake of uh, Invisible Man, which has Elizabeth Moss, who we know from Handmaid's Tale. Uh, looks really, really good, but also very topical uh, in the sense that she has this really shitty boyfriend who's uh, kind of emotionally abusive to her and uh, tre- borderline physical when he's alive. But then he he frames his his death in the trailer. You see, he's like, oh, he's gone, but he actually just like absolutely completely has this weird, weird plan to get back at her from what people think beyond the grave. Or does he? Uh, or does he? That's mm. it. But uh, no, the trailer looked really, really good. Oh, yeah, um, no, Because it kind of uh, had the kind of slasher vibe, supernatural feel, but also an odd bit of like social commentary for like gaslighting and the creepy stuff that, you know, stalkers can get up to. Uh, Oliver Jackson Cohen's in this as well. He, you know, from The Haunting Hill House, he was um, Luke in that. Uh, he's back in the sequel to that. So that's really good casting. And... I think the last like really good invisible man film that I even remembered even tried something like this was uh, Verhoeven's Hollow Man, which was completely different. But the League is, of Extraordinary it, Gentlemen. Oh yeah, you know what a banger. Was that not with Hollow Man after that though? Maybe. Oh, I don't know. I'm no. joking yeah. when I yeah, say that. Yeah, I was that, just thinking. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> but like terrible film. But the thing is though, like the Invisible Man has been part of the the Universal Monster Universe for like for years. There's been films from like since back in the black and white era, but they never really made an adaptation that I can remember like you've had The Mummy you've had Vampires you've had all that stuff but they've never done this in the horror mode um, and it's Lee Whannell doing it who did uh, Upgrade and he did Insidious Chapter 3 and like Bloomhouse are involved and they're usually a good bet for this so uh, yeah um, it actually looks really good so, okay yeah. well let's take a look at The Invisible Man if if you can see, see him, him. <laughs> You know Thanks. what? You know what? No, don't mark that. Darn, just, that was a good joke. That was such a dad joke. Thank you. you. Can see what? <laughs> I qualify. No. Take a leave it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's invisible. As the attorney representing Adrian's trust, I'm required to read a prepared statement. Cecilia, although our relationship was far from perfect, I thought that you would talk to me rather than run away. Are you okay? What happened to him? He cut his wrists. Per his final wishes, you're getting $5 million. Contingent, of course, on the fine print. He can't be ruled to be mentally incompetent. It just doesn't make any sense. What? Adrian wouldn't kill himself. Listen, you're getting your freedom back, okay? Don't let him haunt you. Hello? He was a sociopath, completely in control of everything. He said that wherever I went, he would find me. 
walk right up to me, and I wouldn't be able to see him. Are you okay? Someone sitting in that chair. We had a horror last week as well. We had, no, we had Knives Out, but recently we had The Grudge. Mm. Yes. And uh, one of the most exciting things about that was the cast that was involved with it. Mm -hmm. And then with The Invisible Man, we've got Elizabeth Moss. She mentioned Handmaid's Tale. Uh, she's unbelievable uh, in Mad Men she and was, The West Wing as well. And so she was she, decent in Us as well uh, yeah. for playing that. Yeah. She had a limited role, but she was pretty memorable in but it. But she yeah. seems to make really smart, good decisions when it comes to what movies or TV series mm -hmm. she's involved in. So it kind of adds to it, like Bloomhouse Plus, because they normally have maybe a few unknowns in their movies as mm. well, but the fact that she's attached to it as well, uh, and she seems to be like doing the full range of like, oh my God, she's going bonkers. Yeah. Um, and it looks unbelievable. Excited about this one? Yeah, very excited. I think it's going to be really, really good. And the trailer is just so creepy. Really had me like... Check, checking over your shoulder. Check, check. She's there. Yeah. That's what you want from a horror. Um, so when's that out? 28th of February. So yeah, it'd be a good one to look forward to after, after oh, Christmas. Oh, like yeah. nearly a Valentine's Day yeah, movie Yeah, a lovely well. yeah, Valentine's absolutely. Day movie. Yeah. Cutesy yeah. cutes. Need yeah, to so. hold on to Rory's someone because you're scared. Rory's type of Valentine's movie, I'd imagine. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> was that deserved? I don't know, maybe. That's normally the kind of slagging I would give me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's just because I'm like wearing it. a nice shirt this week. You <laughs> have nothing to say. Well, we're both wearing navy shirts this week. Yay. Matching. Um, right, so that is the big trailer on The Big Review Ski. You can check out the full uh, trailer. It's up on Joe as well. Um, now, though, it's time for the first of our big interviews this week. Um, we've got <laughs> lots to jam in. We mentioned last week uh, with the full review of The Good Liar, starring uh, Helen Mirren and Ian McKellen. It also co-stars Russell Tovey and is directed by Bill Condon. And he's, he's a good director. Uh, he's, what's he got under his belt? Beauty and the Beast. What else? Chicago. Chica that's one of your favourite films of all time as well. Is the it? Musicals? Yes. Your favourite musical of all time. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not it? the same. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you, just, you should just change it up, Rory. No, it isn't actually. I don't no, like that at all. I don't know what to keep on the Does it not say, like, a favourite musical doesn't necessarily mean one of my favourite movies of all time. You're getting told everything today. He's telling you your favourite people. He's telling I you your favourite movies. Mm. Denise, that's Nobody why I'm so happy you're here. You can really understand the yeah. level of abuse I've taken a week on the show. Did you talk to Bill Condon? Another C-word. <laughs> this is your favourite interview of all time as well. It's over three weeks we've been trying to get that interview <laughs> on the show. Um, yeah, the full interview is up on Joe and it's also one of our b b bonus features if you're listening to another show. It, the clip that I picked from Bill is when we were talking about how TV have kind of taken over uh, mysteries and uh, kind of murder mysteries, especially when it comes to uh, cinema. It's like Hitchcock used to do them really well. Uh, mm. And then when I was watching this, there was definitely Hitchcock aspirations anyway. But I was trying to think of like the last one where there was a really strong Hitchcockian vibe. And I think maybe a simple favour from last year, which is a tie-in for your next interview. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But... Before that, I like I had a tough time thinking of like, oh yeah, that's that's Hitchcockian. Um, so yeah, I was asking, why do you think for a genre that we all love, I think, yeah, it has, seems to be dying away from cinema? Uh, and he gave a very interesting, intelligent, and articulate answer. My name is in fact not Brian; it's Roy. To the future. How much do you think she's worth? Nearly three million pounds. You're going to take the lot? You bloody bet I'm going to take it all. Is that your grandson? It's too soon to be getting so close to him. 
I've grown very fond of you. Do you know who you are? You're the only person on this planet who makes me feel that I'm not alone. I know things about you, who you really are. You don't want to do this, Roy. It's the game. It's the adrenaline rush. What if it is? Yeah, I think this genre got, like a lot of genres, when you think of westerns in the 60s that suddenly got co-opted by TV, I think mysteries got co-opted by television early on. And then even as television has gotten, you know, more sophisticated, I think uh, twisty-turny things, you know, um, plots that twist, I think that's a big, you know, part of what makes TV work these days. So, um, and it's a shame, I think, because there is something... Right now, you only go to movies, I think, for the communal experience. That's why music-driven movies are popular, and frankly, why, uh, you, you know, uh, spectacle and, and uh, comic book movies are popular. Um, but in this case, that sense of being in the audience when the penny drops, right? And when it's like, oh, you know, I've, I've, I've seen it with an audience three times now, and there is this one scene which I'd loved in the book and really was looking forward to seeing you know, uh, with an audience and it happens. It is visceral. It is, that's the pleasure of it, you know? Uh, so it's a shame that so much of that has been taken over by the, the home viewing experience. And I hope, you know, I think there are a number of movies. There's Knives Out is coming out a few weeks after we are. Um, so you hope that this become, and that's a true, one of those true kind of puzzly murder mystery things, you know, that, that, um, anyway, I hope it's, we're onto a new trend. As Paul would say, worth the wait. <laughs> Three weeks we've been waiting for that answer. A long time coming. Worth it though. Worth mm. every, every second. Are you glad that you were here today? I'm to so glad that? to witness that. Yeah, that was a moment in history. Right Maybe we can get cinema even better. in a whole different yeah. light. Even better, Russell Tovey. Yeah, Russell Tovey, who is, uh, who is not Ian McKellen or Helen Mirren. Okay. He is Russell Tovey. Thanks for clearing that up. Uh, he, is the, <laughs> he is the third lead, I guess, uh, in this movie. Um... And again, lovely guy, chatted at length about what it's like to be on screen with two legends like that. But uh, Russell himself has been, he's been very uh, forthcoming and outright with the roles that he's chosen because he himself is an out gay man. Uh, and a lot of the characters he's played on screen have been uh, out and members of the LGBTQ community. Just in terms of the roles that he's been offered, uh, I asked, was there any, did he, did he perceive any major changes in, in his career, uh, just, you know, in terms of progression and representation. Yeah, totally. It just feels like visibility is, has gone up like a thousand percent. And that's incredibly uh, exciting because that's how it should be. And it's still got a long way to go on every level, on, on all diversity. Everything needs to be uh, blown up and everything needs everybody needs to be able to see themselves represented and have the opportunity to represent themselves and other people and that is I feel like that's definitely we're in a world now where people are way more conscious of making sure that we are showing diversity whatever it is on the screen. Russell Tovey, one of the stars, along with Helmer and Neil McKellen, of The Good Liar, which you liked for the most part, and then so you said like one of the most bonkers, you'll never see it coming, twists of all time ever? Uh, yes, and not in a good way. Not in a good way, yeah. okay. Yeah. Like, uh, that makes no sense whatsoever way. But just not even, not even that it was no sense, it was just more of a, oh, okay. 
Like it's like starting a normal sentence and all of a sudden just saying sandwiches and then that's the end of the sentence. You're just like, what? Okay, why? Yeah, that happens. Type of sandwich sometimes. Great question. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a great question. Oh, he's writing. Great question. Great question. He's probably want a prawn sandwich. Um, so the good liar. It's still out in cinemas at the moment. If you want to go and check that out, but a brand new release, uh, which we will be having a full review from Denise uh, coming up very soon, uh, is I'm just going to go out and say it because it is the title of the movie. Yeah. Last. Go on. Careful. <laughs> last careful last <laughs> Christmas um, I think it's the first time I've said that I thought you were going to sing like it like this year I thought you were going to sing it in the, in the George oh, Michael style no oh, Rory's the singer do. on the show give us a, give us a note we take it away that is so painfully <laughs> accurate <laughs> um, so last Christmas um, starring Amelia Clark and Henry Golding two unbelievably likeable people mm-hmm. very unattractive um, though very unattractive <laughs> yeah, yeah hard um, to watch in a movie with, <laughs> <laughs> with Christmas in the title and it's also uh, using loads of the songs from George Michael. Is it Wham as well? Both of them? Both. Yeah. Yeah. Both. Um, so what's not to love about this? It's also directed by Paul Feig, mm-hmm. who directed Bridesmaids. Yep. And Spy. Yeah. Melissa McCarthy yep. as well. And also was one of the teachers. Of course, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Um, simple Favour. Simple Favour. He's done Italian. stuff. He's Italian. done some great He's bits. Done. And he was one of the teachers in Sabrina, yeah. the Teenage Witch as well. He was a well. science teacher, wasn't it? Yeah. Unbelievable, what a guy. Uh, what a guy. We will get to Paul in uh, in just a moment as well. Yeah, Paul Murray. Great name. But uh, Denise, you had the chance to go and meet the director himself. How was he? I did. He was fabulous. Yeah, he was really dressed up. He looked gorgeous. Um, so it was very hard for me to go in there and um, not like the film. Um, because he was just so fabulous. Meeting him was just amazing. But um, obviously I had seen the film before I went to meet him and I was worried as to why the film was just so awful. Oh, no. Uh, Yeah. I really didn't like it. I just really didn't like it. Stay tuned for a full review in just a couple of minutes. So, yeah. Well, do you like Christmas? I love Christmas. Okay. And you like cheese. And I like cheese. So I was really like, Why? Okay, okay, <laughs> interesting. Uh, I think that's well, the full review. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the review sorted. Uh, well, let's take a little look yeah. at the movie first. Who knows, it could, could be class. Let's take a look. I mean... Could be. Christmas miracle. Isn't, though? Look, okay, it's not my fault. I bet nothing's ever your fault, is it, darling? What? You have thrown away your life working in some silly Christmas shop. Baby, don't cry. Hey, Elf! This is my little helper. I have nicknamed her Lazy the Elf because she appears never to work. Father, don't let Christmas get me out of here. What? Jesus, where'd you come from? Well, what are you looking at? I'll be a falcon. Oh, damn it! I think you just pooed in your eye. Yeah, I think so. It's good luck, you know. What is? Getting pooed on, my bad. I'm busy, you're weird. Goodbye. See, I still think it looks good. I'm still no, excited. it does. And, like, I'm probably making say. it sound worse than it is, and then you'll go and see it, and you'll be like, what the hell was she on about? This isn't that bad. But it's not, like, awful, but it's not good. Oh, so it falls point. somewhere in between. Like, they use George Michael's music, and they try and make it make sense to the storyline. Like Mamma Mia? Yeah, mm. like Mamma Mia, but without, the, without it being a musical, even though... Amelia Clark does sing at the end of it. And just the whole thing, like, I love cheese. And I really, really have to get that across that I love cheesy movies and storylines. I'm like, this would never happen to me, but I wish it did. But this is just so ridiculously. Do you, do you think whenever you go into movies, you're like, I wish this happened to me? Sometimes, yeah. Okay. Like, in, like, rom-coms, I'm a bit like, 
someday. You a pretty know. woman. Yeah. Here's my lotus. <laughs> Here's my yeah. lotus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with this one, I was just like, oh, come on. It's just what happened was they overstuffed the storyline with loads of things that just had no depth. So you couldn't really connect to any characters. Or you couldn't really feel for anyone because everything was just so lightly glazed. Okay. Yeah. It sounds like you're describing a turkey. Yeah, I really overstuffed <laughs> and glazed. Overstuffed and glazed. And yeah, it is Christmas. Uh, yeah, film, no, no, so I, I, I get that. Why it's funny. Mark yourself down for that one. No. What did you get chatting to Paul about then? Yeah, so basically, I had seen that the reviews were so shit. So I was asking him, how does he deal when the reviews are quite bad? And uh, this is what he had to say. When it comes to the reviews and everything like that, you're great to react with people on Twitter and I always see you messaging everyone. It's fantastic. But what do you do to make sure you don't become too engrossed in what people are saying? Well, you know, I, I, I check it. When we first come out, I want I just want to know what people think, you know, because that's, that's really where you can get some good authentic feedback mm-hmm. on the internet because you are interacting directly with the people. It's more of a way to check in for me to go like, are we doing the right thing? Am I, am I giving voice to things that people care? about you know I think as a filmmaker you really have to be in touch with your audience at, at certain points just to know that you know you, we're making movies for them so you know you don't it's like a chef going like oh I'm cooking dinner but I don't care what people yeah. if they like the food or not it's like you kind of want to know like is there anything I need to do different I need more salt yeah no it's, it's probably the best way to do it as well but is there a lot of nerves before a film comes out just to see how it's going to be taken oh, in yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it, when a movie's about to come out, it, it's just so nerve-wracking because mm-hmm. you've worked so hard on it for a year plus, you know, and then with all the marketing, you're making decisions. It was like, is this the right way to market? Is it going to be to- tell too much? Can tell too little? You, you got to get people interested in it. And then just the nervousness of like, are they going to show up? And, you know, that's, but that's kind of the exciting thing too. I know, it's showbiz. I exactly, it's showbiz. showbiz. Exactly. <laughs> See, that's the thing. He's so likable as well. He's, he's so fabulous. He's dapperly dressed too. So yeah. dapperly dressed. He's really, really just a fabulous man. No wonder you couldn't focus when you went there. You're just like, oh my God. Yeah, and I was like, you make some of my favorite films of all time. Like Snatched is really up there, even though I feel like everyone's like, why? But I love Snatched. I think <laughs> Wait, it's is such... that the Goldie Hawn one? Yeah, yeah. and also um, Amy, Amy Schumer is in it too, yeah. She's like cleaning herself in one in the bathroom and it's just a hilarious scene. Oh. So you yeah. want to talk about Snatched instead of Yeah, I okay. actually spoke about Bridesmaids because that's another fantastic film that he has created and I asked him, obviously, will there be another sequel? And um, yeah, he gave me um, a little insight into that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, when I was coming to interview today, people were like, you have to ask about Bridesmaids. I'd say you're like, I'm blue in the face from hearing about this. But no. is there ever going to be a sequel to Bridesmaids, do you think? It's up to Kristen Wiig. She's the genius who wrote that movie. So, um, yeah, yeah I, who knows? Uh, I wouldn't bet money on it either way, <laughs> to be quite honest. But, you know, if, 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 if there's a great story to bring those characters back that, you know, was different from the first, then sure, I think it'd be fun. You'd be on board, so. Sure, of course. Yeah, Work with that group? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, absolutely. So much fun. Bridesmaids 2 yeah. would be amazing. Chris would we call it Bridesmaids 2? Bridesmaids, Bridesmaids. Bride Harder. Bride Harder bride, is good. Bride, bride Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like yeah. all of these. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it'd be great to see Chris O'Dowd back. Oh, would it would. Well, yeah. Would. Yeah, would no. Rory. I think he was my least favourite part of the first one. He was my least nice. favourite part of Who everything. was your favourite John Hamm. I prefer John Hamm. He John Hamm was yeah. incredible. Yeah. He was yeah, much so more fun. They both come back. That's fine. Ham over Cod any day. I like that one. Yeah. Would you like a sequel to Bridesmaids? Would you watch yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Okay. I'm glad. I remember I went to see uh, Bridesmaids whenever it first came out, and I was sandwiched in between two ladies who absolutely 
questions after. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, we're roaring laughing. Like, I was laughing as well. But they were both snorting so much. It was that kind of laughter. Oh. They couldn't control it. So basically that big snort sandwich in the middle of the cinema. Yeah. And it's one, it was a brilliant cinema. There's a lot of pretty chosen words in that yeah. description. So I would happily return for a second helping a second of a snort, snort sandwich. sandwich yeah. yeah, bring it on. Fair, Definitely. fair. So Kristen Wiig, we need to get her to write one. Yeah, that's basically okay. it. Or Rory, you were thinking of a... Were you going to uh, write one? You were going to write one. I'll write one. one. Like if, Chris, if, she, if she wants to come over, we'll sit down, we'll bash one out. But Rory, yeah. Kristen Wiig, Rory, Kristen Wiig. Yeah. Or like a, co, a co, co-written a co, one? Yeah. Co-written. yeah put sure, put your not? hands together. Get the yeah. thumb there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but that, like if they got, if it was based on one of them getting divorced, that they all came together to make them feel happy. I think like that's a, div- a good idea. Like a, that's a good we, premise. Yeah. I mean, uh, like, like, like a divorce hen party. Yeah, kind of whatever, yeah. whatever yeah. you would call that. X-Maids. Okay. What's the opposite of a hen's party? X-Maids. I like it. But, okay. Yeah, there's something, good, there's yeah. something there. We'll we'll figure, this we'll, we'll figure yeah. this out. We'll figure this out. But anyway, last Christmas, the film you don't want to really talk about, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> I'm going to come across like such a grump on this name, like, it was really bad. But it, Denise, I, I hate Grinch romance. Curtain. It's not it's really not. good. Christmas is awful. And you do hate children. Why do you I hate usually, Christmas? I usually yeah. love films on this. Children? It's, like it's, it's never me that hates the film, but I didn't like this. I felt like such a critic in it. I was like, not to my liking. Well, tell me this. What's it about? <laughs> Because like obviously She's, Amelia Clark, Henry Golding, yeah. we've had a couple of off-air theories about what happens. And what on air theory? So mm. Amelia Clark works in like this. Christmas all year round shop and she's like struggling to be a West End actress and she's trying to kind of find her way and then cue Henry Golding who like tries to help her find her way and find her purpose in life and then there's a humongous plot twist (gasps) and then yeah that's it okay and that's it it. Uh, I did say there was a plot twist didn't I in the trailer. Oh, like she, like yes. the, there's a plot oh, no, twist, well, and yeah, yeah. yeah like a, a ridiculous plot twist, and then you know, like happy ever after. That's kind of okay. That's I'm gonna go it see in it. around. This, this time next week, we're gonna, yeah, we won't. Mm. I hope you don't come in now and you're like, it was so good. I'll actually be angry. I'm <laughs> <laughs> actually scared. Um, okay, so last Christmas, one of the tests of any good Christmas movie uh. is its poster, and I don't know if you've seen this tweet that's been doing the rounds where somebody has compiled Why is this uh, a test of a Christmas movie? Because it kind of proves whether it's in like the proper kind of Christmas spirit whenever they're marketed around this time, whenever oh. they've released it. All right. Okay. Yeah, you'll, you'll see now in a second. I'm excited to find out. So, uh, yeah, tweets down the round where somebody's compiled, well, there it is up on screen, mm-hmm. the Christmas posters for, I don't know, there must be like the guts of nearly 100 or something, 80 to 100. Uh, but if you look at every single one, it's like a guy and a girl Yep. One of them's wearing green usually, one's in red as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe a bit of snow and a bit of sparkle in the background. Yep. The word Christmas in the title as yep. well. Have you have you seen any of these movies? These are all Hallmark classics. No, no the one's in there, Fur Crazy, F-I-R. I pointed that one out earlier and I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. There's also a Merry Xmas, but X is spelled E-X, so it's like, a to do with an X. Imagine saying my favourite Christmas film is Christmas Cookies. Christmas Cookies? Christmas, <laughs> the fact that you say cookies. Cookies. So, cookies. Like, a gift to remember. Merry Xmas is in there, so that kind of ties in with the Bright Christmas one there I, mean, well. I just said that! At least oh, did you say that one? Yeah. Sorry, again, I don't yeah. listen to anything you say. So... Yeah. yeah. Um, but one of the most uh, striking ones out there, engaging Father Christmas, like, sounds a little. Are you bit. getting engaged to Father Christmas, or is it a warfare? Or is it like warfare? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Um, See, that's, a lot to unpack. That's so many messed questions. Up one. Mm. Hallmark is supposedly releasing 40 new Christmas films this Christmas. 14? 40. Oh, 40. <laughs> 40. <laughs> 40. So we'll, yeah. we'll Shane Black another, is directing them all. <laughs> yeah, we'll have, we'll have another sheet of posters as well. But yeah. one of the ones that stands out for me is kind of over here on the right, and it's Pottersville, because most of the people are unknown in this. But if you look at this poorly photoshopped poster, you've got Michael Shannon. I thought that was him. Judy Greer. Christina Hendricks, and from looking at the cast list, you also have Ian McShane uh, is in there as well. So this one, and Ron, Ron Perlman as well. This what? one actually has a decent cast, but uh, and Pottersville, A Magical Life is a real life film uh, from 2017. None of those 2017? people. 2017? 2017, where Michael Shannon uh, at Christmas time dresses up in a gorilla suit. Some people spot him and they think he's Bigfoot. And in order to keep uh, customers and tourists coming to the shop, he has to keep dressing up as big. That is not. Well, that was clear from the title. That is not what I thought that film would be about. Yeah, I'm probably there's really no mention there's of no there's even picture there's of no the big gorilla. Foot. No gorilla. It, look, it looks like Michael not, Shannon's head has just been answered on. Is that not your man from uh, uh, other movies as well? Adam Sandler. No, not Adam Sandler. Ah, forget it. It's gone. Yeah. He's um, very recognisable, though. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. No, no, it's not him. No. All right. Uh, he's Charles in Boyd. a lot of things, though. He's not in Horrible Bosses, is he? No. He's in something. He's, he's in this. He's yeah. in this. He's in uh, Pottersville and Magical Life. If you yeah. gave me 10 years ago say what that film would be about, I would never have got Gorilla. About in a million years. Gorilla yeah. pretending to be If you give me front. 10 euro and said, is this a real film, I still would have said no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you can keep an eye out for those 40 brand new movies yeah. from the Hallmark then as yeah. well. So the we, test well, is... We'll be reviewing every single one. Every single one. Yeah. <laughs> as we said, the poster test for last Christmas. Can we see the poster for last Christmas and see, does it tick the box? Uh -huh. Oh, see, the poster's yeah. fabulous. Look at that. It's a great poster. Sometimes you've just got to have faith. Like you'd wish they'd recast it with more attractive people, but aside yeah. from that. <laughs> yeah. So it has the word Christmas in the title. Yeah. It yeah. has a guy and a girl. Mm -hmm. yeah. It has, has somebody looking at her and laughing. Snow. Snow. It's got snow and sparkles. Yeah. It's even got a wee bonus heart in there as well. That's yeah. the bit of red. That's the bit of red. It's perfect. So People were saying buys. that it was the 2019 Love Actually before anyone ever saw it. Until they saw it. So yeah, last Christmas. It's out in cinemas this week. Happy Christmas, Where everybody. Where are they? They're sitting on like wee park benches. Um, it in looks like they're in the middle of a blizzard and they're kind of all right about <laughs> they're it. They're somewhere in London anyway. That's definite. That's, that's okay. established. Yeah. Um, right. So uh, on Denise's recommendation, that's going to be a Christmas hit. See it for yourself. That's what I say. That's okay. my take home message. No, that's not what we say here. We tell them either <laughs> to go or not to go. No, because I'm afraid someone will see it and tell their friends and then I'll be the winner. Well, that could be us next week. You'll be, it's pronounced Grinch, but yeah, okay, that's fine. Screwed. Yeah. People will be, you know, there'll be up a bit of money from not spending something. They'll appreciate that. Yeah. True. They can spend it on sea presents. Yeah. Yeah, this La is true. Last Christmas isn't the only movie released this week. We also have <laughs> Le Mans 66. The moon. And uh, before we take a little uh, look at Paul's review, we'll listen to it as well. Uh, here's a sneak peek of the movie. Suppose Henry Ford II wanted to build the greatest race car the world's ever seen to win the 24 hours of Le Mans. What's it take? Well, it takes something money can't buy. Money can buy speed. What well, about speed? You need a pure racer behind the wheel of your car. That's Ken Miles. I don't trust him an inch. We heard he's difficult. No, no, Ken's a puppy dog. Vroom, vroom. Car no. movies, do we like car movies? <sighs> as we said, this is the reason we had our big question today yeah. as well with all our Do we like car, cars. well. I know it's. Like it. Fury Road isn't a car movie, hmm. is it? Mm. No. Mm, there's a lot of cars in A little bit. Mm. Um, like, I like Fast and Furious, so... Yes, yeah. this is true. Paul, Le Mans 66, what the heck's it about? 
really, really liked it. Uh, and you mentioned car movies because I f- went in thinking it was going to be a certain type of car movie, which you got used to over the last few years, the likes of Senna and Rush, which are not really about sports, but are kind of more about the ego behind the wheel and like the conflicting rivalries and stuff. And even, and the reason why I mentioned these films is because even in the title, which isn't what it's called, it's Le Mans 66, but it's Ford versus Ferrari, I thought it would be kind of along those lines. But it's it's very, very different. The story, it's uh, it's set in 66 and, and Ford General Motors are having a massive slump. I mean, they're producing these thousands and thousands of cars, but no one's really buying them. They don't really have that hallmark of quality. And at the time, the, the GM, Henry Ford II, throws open an idea to the floor and says, how are we going to change our, our image? Because no one, we're not perceived with quality. We're just kind of just going through the motions, making these these big, big horsepower cars. Uh, at the time, Ferrari, uh, Enzo Ferrari's company, are um, financially at risk, but Ferrari are synonymous with excellence and winning and style and, you know, Formula One. And they, they frequently win the Le Mans race, which, if you know your Formula One's a 24-hour test of endurance, the best drivers, the, the you know, and all that comes with the Formula One trappings. Um, but Ford, thinking, I'm going to turn around, I'm going to enter in Le Mans, and they go make a bid for Ferrari, but they're laughed out of the room. But there's a guy, Carroll Shelby, who was an ex-American who actually won Le Mans, who for contract, he's played by Matt Damon. Um, and he has a team with uh, Christian Bale, who's a real-life driver called Ken Miles, who's kind of down in his luck, has a garage. Um, there's a driver called Ken Miles? Miles, I know. Which is, we, had, we, had, we had James Glacier last week for the Aeronauts, and now Ken Miles. <laughs> perfect. Perfect, Meant to perfect name. Sidebar. Go on. Uh, what's your face? Owen. Felicity... Jones. Jones, in real life, that character was a man. Was a man. Right. And it was a woman in the film. Oh, that happens sometimes. It's not happen. a, but I thought it was a biopic. Oh, you thought <laughs> it was real? It was real. I mean, elements of it were real. But they, they were like, here's the, here's the story. And mm. it was a man. Wait, do you think Mad Max Fury Road is a real movie as well? That's not based on... <laughs> not that's, based on that's in the Bible. <laughs> so it is. Sorry. I'm just saying as well. Well, Felic- Felicity Jones is a man in this, but the man... Is very, very good. Oh, okay. Um, uh, basically, what they do is uh, Ford uh, invests in Matt Damon and his team, but because Ken Miles, uh, played by Christian Bale, isn't as as glamorous or as, as well-known, he's kind of a gruff journeyman English driver, but he knows cars so well. He puts in the hours. He even helps Matt Damon design the car. But because Ford is about perception and marketing and they, they want this pristine image to sell, they want someone a bit more bankable. It sounds like it's a Formula One film, but it's actually not really. I it, this gets really heavy, but it's actually a very clever treatise of like that stubborn kind of male mentality of like if you see the right choices in life and you know you could play it safe and you can kind of play the career game and make to go along with your bosses even if you know they're wrong, or do you stick to what you kind of know and think that if I do it this way, okay, I might not get all the glory, but I know in my heart that I'm kind of like, I made the right decision, I can live it myself. And I think everyone kind of, this is really cheesy, but like everyone has those decisions they come through, and it's really clever. Directed by James Mangold, who I think is really, really good director, like obviously he walked the line, Lo- everyone loves him now because Logan, but even before that, Copland was outstanding. Um, walked the line, outstanding, Three Tent to Yuma, which Christian Bale, massively underappreciated film. He has, has done a few duds, um, he did The Wolverine, but oddly, I think this is all, almost a bit biographical because it's more about the mistakes in getting to the finish line, which I think Mangold, it's kind of like a reflection of his time in the Hollywood system, listening to people above him, telling these terrible ideas and stuff like that. And 
I know I'm describing something that doesn't sound anything like a Formula One film, but that's exactly it. And uh, Matt Damon, it's so good to actually see him use his talent because he's been, I think, like I'm a huge fan of Matt Damon, always have been. But I looked at his list of films here, we've got the Fort Bourne film, kind of uninspiring yeah. in Downsizing comparison. Downsizing was Downsizing. one of the most recent ones. The Great well. Wall, um, yeah. uh, Suburbicon, like really anonymous stuff that doesn't stay with you. But he's so, I think he's a really good actor with the right role. He's a really charming kind of Americana, kind of like that McConaughey role that we, we mm. know McConaughey so well. But he's he's very good at playing this kind of middle management guy who has one foot still in the pit and he knows Bale's mentality, like I want to support my guy, but I also have one foot in the corporate world that I need to secure my future. And the film kind of hangs in that balance, like do you go for the risk or do you play it safe? Bale's very good. Uh, the character is kind of a gruff, so it's a real character as well, so not that charismatic, but he's a family man. He has to look after his wife, played by Katrina Balfour. And Katrina Balfour, she's very good. Oh, she's yeah. very good in it too. Um, so it's not just not just a, a, a male film, although it is kind of answering those questions of like the, like the stubbornness of some guys and seeing the right decision, but deliberately ignoring it elsewhere. It's really good. You've John Berenthal as well in there, who's always always good value. It's a true story as well. Um, it goes without saying, the Formula One stuff looks great on camera. I mean, like Mangold's a style, style to be uh, like any other director, but I think, like all the best sports films, it doesn't have anything really to do with sport. Uh, I would really, really urge it. It's a bit, it's about, it's still a bit too long for my taste. I, I found after, 24 hours. After, yeah, exactly. Not as long as a man's, but after the, the final race, there's a very, um, it kind of, uh, it doesn't really know where to stop, but there's a logical reason why it doesn't stop there. But I felt it could have ended a bit earlier and there's parts that drag but uh, for, as a performance piece, it's really, really good. And it's a really interesting story because I knew nothing about it going in and what I thought it was going to be was completely different. So, yeah, I, I definitely urge it. It belongs mm. up there with, with your Senna's and your Rush's if you like those, um, if you're petrol head, or even if you're not. Okay, yeah, brilliant. Really sold that yeah, one. no, mm. definitely, 100%. Mm. It's weird for a Christmas movie, but I'm, <laughs> I'm in, definitely, 100%. So uh, that is out this week, Le Mans 66 as well. 66 men. Uh, 66 <laughs> men. Don't Google that. Um, and now our other release uh, that was actually just a couple of days ago, uh, but it's in cinemas now, is Midway, the brand new uh, movie from Roland Emmerich, who will always, always have a special place in my heart for Independence Day, um, in spite of everything he tries to undo that goodwill towards him. Um, Rory, what is Midway about? Midway is if Pearl Harbor, but Roland Emmerich. Okay, okay. But Pearl Harbor with Michael Bay, like those are two relatively similar you would think, kind wouldn't you? Of things. You would, yeah, you would think. Uh, this one starts with the Pearl Harbor attack um, with special effects from PlayStation 2. <laughs> um, and then proceeds onwards to uh, tell the story of the Battle of Midway, which was the turning point, apparently, in, uh, in World War II. Um, here's a clip. And then, and I'm gonna, and I'm, both barrels, they're coming. <laughs> Here we go. Ready yourself. There's this kid. He didn't think he could cut it. I figured it was just the usual jitters. I take him under my wing. He was wanting to be scared. Rory, I read one thing about this movie and I need to know whether it's true because the main 
star, the lead, is Ed Screen. Ed Screen from Deadpool. From Deadpool. Yeah. And was it his character name? It was his character name. Yep. 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 There so we've is, had sorry, we've had Ken Miles. We have had yes. Yeah. So there, there is. I'll let you say. It. Okay. There is a line of dialogue that begins with <laughs> men like Dick Best. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah. So his name is Dick Best. Dick Best. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dick Best. Yeah. Dick Best. Yeah. Mandy Moore is his wife in this, and that's some. Not that's, as funny. Not as funny. No. But it, there are points in the film where people say to her, "Why are you acting so much like Dick Best?" And <laughs> <laughs> I have five stars. I love this movie yeah. already. Yeah. I think given given time. <laughs> People will look back on this in the way that people kind of look back on Top Gun. But if you take out qu- quality okay. and replace it with just homoeroticism. <laughs> <laughs> just homoeroticism. From start to finish. From start okay. to finish. It is a lot of, like, you're not like the line in Top Gun is like, I'd ride your tail anytime. Am I, is that you can the, be my wingman. Yeah. Yeah. There's a I lot of. I have seen Top Gun a hundred times. A, <laughs> it seems like every single line in, in this film. Is basically that line. Okay. Um, Except replace with Dick. Yeah. Dick, well, the, the Dick Best is always, it's always there. It's always yeah. together. Mm. And sometimes it will uh, raise its head. Okay. And sometimes yeah. it will go yeah. back. And sometimes it goes back. sometimes it goes back to the surface. Rory, you got to rise out of own there. <laughs> well, uh, mm. like you can, right. So the cast is, oh, there are just times where I was like having a tough time picking who who was because so many of them look kind of the same. Like Aaron Eckhart's in this, mm-hmm. who looks a little a little bit like Ed Screen, who looks a little bit like Patrick Wilson, yeah. who looks uh, oh Dennis Quaid is in this and he's an admiral, but then he gets scurvy and he can't <laughs> be an admiral anymore. <laughs> wow. um, there's a lot of a lot of things happen and then stop happening. Um, Nick Jonas is in it. Okay. Jonas. Nick Jonas right. is in it okay. with an accent that I don't think anyone on earth can place, but <laughs> it's definitely not one I've ever heard before. I think it's supposed to be New York, but okay. it's also maybe Mario. From, <laughs> <laughs> from maybe Mario he's trying place. to be Italian. <laughs> there is there's a chance of that, but I don't I don't want to I don't want to speak for Nick. Um, Ned Screen <laughs> really really swinging for it with the accents as well. Um, <laughs> Oh, the other guy, Luke Evans. Luke Evans is, is in it, yeah. right? Okay, with a with what I can call a mustache, as <laughs> as his acting. Um, <laughs> Woody Harrelson with maybe the singular. Now you're just listing actors. Are these people just, all in this movie? Yeah, Woody okay. Harrelson has maybe the single worst wig I've ever seen <laughs> in a movie. He's had some bad wigs. So the costume as well. department was obviously low budget. Costume yeah. wasn't great. Uh, Apparently, it's the most expensive independent movie ever made. It's a hundred million dollars to make. It's the cost of the cast. Yeah, it was the cast, and it was uh, (laughs) mustache budget, Um, name budget. Yeah, Uh, Maddie Moore's crimper because she has. Look at her there. Good grey hair. Good crimps. But that's she's the only woman who comes out of this with her (laughs) with, with good hair. Everyone else is either wigged or Nick Jonas. Yeah. Who has also has a mustache? Okay, she's um, not on the ship, is she, Mandy? No, no, no. Yeah, she spends the entire film like in her kitchen, ship. looking out a window, waiting for her husband to come back home from Japan. Oh, okay, because yeah. it's yeah. a World War II. Women movie. have to stay in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I think if they just if they had realigned it one degree, it could have been like the airplane 
of war movies. Right, okay. Mm. Like it was, you could see. It's so close. It's so close. It's so close. But they, they play it just this gauche too seriously. Okay. And that, like when they, well, like seriously, when Dennis Quaid is like, I'm never living up this post. And then he has scurvy on his neck. And then he, he can't be an admiral anymore. But the film doesn't seem to care. <laughs> so, <laughs> World War II still happened. So I was like, why was he in this film? <laughs> it sounds like you loved uh, Midway. It was two and a half hours long. Oh, Jesus. Ooh, so, wow, okay. So um, I, uh, yeah, like it's, it's not quite up to the level of, what was the, what was the film earlier this year? It was like, you have to see it even though it's terrible. Uh-huh. Serenity. Serenity. Oh, it's not right, quite yeah, that man. level of, what? But there is, a, like, seriously, Christ, just looking at the screen there now, I remember, there's a lot of, like, the special effects are not good, and all the fight scenes are exactly the same, because sometimes they, you're, they're on the boat looking at the, the fight in the sky, and you see there's 15 or 20 planes firing at each other, but you don't know whose plane is who. You're hundreds, okay. if not thousands of feet away. <laughs> and all the planes look the same. So when one blows up, you're like, was that one? <laughs> it's... <laughs> there's two okay. and a half hours of that okay. and you don't know who made it until no. the plane lands again so you're like oh he's alive like to- toupee floating on the waves yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. There it is. Okay. no it's definitely so, not a toupee it's, <laughs> it's real <laughs> white hair so, so no to this so, no. so we've got Midway we've got Le Mans and we've got Last Christmas but it seems like Le Mans 66 is the best of the bunch I feel the like, I, I feel like you week. two pulled the short straws now <laughs> yeah. week, anyway. um, well no I appreciate taking the bullet taking the bullet going thank to see you. them as well, well you're taking the bullet as well I would just even just sit here listening last Midway just make the two of them together Christmas film perfect yeah. unbelievable um, so they are all uh, out this week so you can go and check them out if you're that so way inclined um, again like you're still selling it to me like I still want to go and see I'm definitely going to go and see well you're going to see last Christmas anyway so look I didn't change anything oh, for you yeah mm. so now it's uh, competition time on the Big Review Ski uh, if you'd like to win yourself some Omniplex tickets uh, all you have to do is get the right answer to uh, our high clue and uh, we do have congratulations to dish out to last week's winner. But I want to remind you, uh, we really raised the bar last week. Um, oh, the answer. Because the person who won, oh, a yeah. guy called Insane Ian, uh, he submitted a picture of himself dressed up as the lead character from Shaun of the Dead. Uh, he dressed up as Shaun, and he also took a picture of himself in that costume with Simon Pegg. Who plays Sean and Sean of the Dead? So well, that's that, that very was cool. yeah. that was it was like there was no way you weren't going to win. Like, he that's did that incredible. in less than a week. In less yeah. than a week, which is phenomenal. So the big question this week, and we've had the big question, but our other big question is: uh, Will people raise the bar this week and go to those extreme levels to answer this week's high clue? So first of all, the high clue was museum threesome. Baby sister is older. Righteous dudes. Run down. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. I forgot So, <laughs> dudes. Dudes. Righteous dudes. There's nothing wrong with the way I say dudes. dudes anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you say a sentence out of Peter's. Go on. Museum threesome. Museum threesome. Baby sister is older. Baby sister is older. Righteous dudes run down. Righteous dudes run down. <laughs> it's like Scottish. It's like <laughs> William Wallace over here. Like. Dudes. So dudes. dudes is dude apostrophe S. Yeah, you really, is it? Dude apostrophe S? Yeah. Dudes. And this one, <laughs> dudes. dudes. Uh, and the answer, of course, to last week's high clue was... High clue. High clue. High clue. That's good. I like Yeah. yeah. I can see it on the screen. Oh, all right. <laughs> 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 I was like, yeah, this first. Oh, she moved you I was right like, off. boom. 
<laughs> I didn't realise that the answer had appeared behind me on the screen. Yeah, but it is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That As is if correct. I'd ever get something. That no, easy. I was like, I've yes. never guessed it. I'm always well, like, I'm um, so happy. It's like boom, yeah. straight in mm. with it. Um, it is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, <laughs> the first line museum threesome is because the three of them. Uh, go to uh, the museum in Chicago on their day off. Mm -hmm. uh, baby sister is older. Ferris's older sister in the movie is yep. played by Jennifer Grey, who also played Baby in Dirty Dancing. And so Rachel Green's best friend in Friends. This is there you go. also true. Uh, so that's a baby sister is older. And then Righteous Dudes run down uh, <laughs> whenever the secretary in the school is listing all the people who love Ferris. And she's like, the Jacks love him, uh, the Dweebs love him, blah, blah, I blah, hate him. Friends. You hate him? I know you yeah. hate him so much. Can we, yeah. can we agree that Ferris Bueller's day off, the main character, isn't Ferris? It's, it's all about Cameron. Cameron. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ferris Bueller's a douchebag. But she said, well, she doesn't think, so she says, they all think he's a righteous dude. So he's a righteous dude. Uh, and then he's run down because, one, he's off sick, mm -hmm. so he's run down health-wise, and he's also run down at the end of the film because his sister hits him with the car Good. Yeah. whenever they're running home as well. Okay, Rory. You don't make these okay. easy, do you? Mm. No, they're not no. supposed to be easy. Yeah. I, uh, I can't watch Succession now and I think of your man from uh, Cameron. I, can't I, have, watch I haven't watched it yet. So oh, he's, he's, only, he's, he's in it. Yeah. Okay, okay, but, but that's, now, that's the extent okay. of the... Like, oddly, okay, I don't, don't want to hear yeah, anything else. Oddly, I can, see, like, I can see Matthew Broderick and other stuff, but I can't shake him. Well, speaking mm. of Matthew Broderick, did this week's winner go out, track Matthew Broderick down. Or any of the cast. Or any of the yeah. cast. Because well, Broderick has a house up in Donegal as well. Oh, he does So, <sighs> no is the answer. <laughs> but congratulations to Ed, who within 30 seconds of the tweet uh, going up online, responded with, Ferris! And an exclamation mark, and he got it straight away. Should not away. be so, saved, Ferris, with an exclamation mark. Then. should have said save yeah. Ferris as well. Yeah. So uh, he'll be getting those Omniplex tickets as well. But now, though, it's time for this week's competition, High Clue. Uh, so pens at the ready, brains at the ready, everything at the ready. You ready? Nope. Yeah, I'm okay. ready. Now, the answer doesn't pop oh, up on screen okay, for this great. one. Okay, great. This one is Amazing Fish Hunt, Holden Held Accountable, Dies Another Day. Those three lines again. Amazing fish hunt. Holden held accountable. Dies another day. So Holden in the middle line mm. is Holden, H-O-L-D-E-N. And in the final line, it's dies, D-I-E-S. That is this week's high clue. Do you have any kind of anchoring as to what Got it might it. be? No, sorted? I no, I don't at all. Absolutely don't, not. Don't mess with the guy. Rory has written something down. And Rory has got the correct answer. Rory oh, Hardly. Look at the, look at the smug face on that over there. Look at, can, can we, no, we can't get a close up. Lean in with your Just sit closer to the screen. Just sit closer to the screen. I think I have it now. Because you've seen it. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, don't whisper because you're mic'd up. Oh. Everyone will hear it at oh, home. Just write it down. I actually couldn't hear myself. Oh, okay. Because you were screaming. Okay. I was, I was, I was I'll, I'll write it in pen. I'm, I'm trying to like write with my finger. Okay. Yeah, he's not. While they do, there's no ink in your finger. <laughs> yeah. Finger writing over there. Um, <laughs> let's take a look ahead to next week's show. We have oh, very what? exciting. We've oh. got Frozen Two is coming up. Uh, we're going to have a full review of the brand new uh, sequel to the smash hit from 2013. We, we're not saying anything, but we've seen it. We've seen it. Both of you have seen yeah. it already. We yeah. went on a little movie date. We went on a date on Tuesday and we saw it. Yep. <sighs> Class. Me yep. invited? Nope. Yep, me either. We'll also have <laughs> Chadwick Boseman, the star of Frozen 2. Um, he's going to be on the show as well. Is Chadwick Boseman in Frozen 2? 
Maybe he wants to be. I don't think he is, though. He might want to no. be. Bozen too. Yeah. Chadwick Froseman. Nah, he is in that mind. 21 Bridges. He's in 21 Bridges yeah. as well, yeah. so we will have an exclusive You might want to talk about well. that one, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a great choice. Bozen too. Yeah. <laughs> you think we're just going to allow Bozen that two. just to yeah. pass us by? Uh, Denise, as ever, uh, thank you so much thank for you. coming on the Big Review Ski. Have yeah. you enjoyed your it's time here It's been wild. Yeah. It's been something. It's been a roller coaster. I'm not going to lie. There's been highs and own. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do need to apologise for my uh, if I have freaked anybody out this week. We have got like a weird pink eye. Pink eye. Pink eye. It, people say pink eye. It's, yeah, because it's it's not you that. prefer sex injury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it, yeah, yeah. Let's go with that. Um, but we I did. All, we I all was, remember the discussion from, uh, from knocked up. We all know what happens. Yeah. You brought your grandmother's sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, these are an old old family heirloom. They're very sentimental. <laughs> Uh, she had pink eye. She passed it to the next generation. They have pink Stop eye. Stop farting on your pillows. Yeah. Is there a chance you got it from the sunglasses? <laughs> very possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Both eyes. So we'll have like a weird version of Pale Man from uh, Pan Fabric. So, uh, yeah, Denise, thank you. Rory, thank you. Paul, thank you. Behind the scenes. Thank you. Colin, thank you. Thank you to both eyes. Uh, Mm. Paul as well, behind the scenes. And Paul, Ian as well. And uh, everybody at home, thanks for watching. Thanks for subscribing as well. And we will see you next week, hopefully, (laughs) if our eyes manage to reopen properly. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Stay away from those glasses. We're all fine. (laughs) Not one one of us has pink eye. No, but you. Come over and take a closer look. No, no, no. What if I squeeze it? Oh, and just let it go. You're listening to The Big Review Ski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. See it all with my Omnipass.